I would propose that America is going through a near-death experience in this moment. <laughs> yeah, that's a really good way of putting it. Yeah. So hello, wake up, everyone. Uh, yeah. We are on the brink of going in uh, in two very different directions. One very destructive direction of government control and overreach and one world order or globalism. And the other one in the direction of freedom, which makes our country so great, right? And we, that's where we're at right now. Wh whether you like it or not, <laughs> it's here. And, and, and if you can't see it, the writing's on the wall, I would say, go deeper in your discovery, go deeper in your research, because it's hitting us right in the face. You don't have to die and come back to life like I have in order to wake up to realize that God has a plan and purpose for your life. I believe that each and every single one of us, we are, we have been created, we are a miracle in, in motion, if you will. And when you adopt that belief, I believe that you will do things differently throughout your day. So for me, a lot of success boils down to how you think, right? It's the mindset. This is episode number 231 with Brian Delaney. All right, everyone, welcome back to another episode of American Snippets. Thank you so much for tuning in today. Hope you all had a wonderful 4th of July weekend. This episode today ties in perfectly with the celebration of our Independence Day and our nation's birthday. And if you have ever wondered how to not just uncover your purpose in life or how to feel truly fulfilled and reach your full potential, you absolutely need to listen to this interview with Brian Delaney. If you are worried about what will happen if you ever speak out about what is happening in this country, Brian has some on-point insight for you there as well, and he's got the proven success and experience to back up his words. Brian Delaney recovered from a near-death experience with a determination to discover what his true purpose in life was. He went all in on his mission, and that led him to becoming one of the top 1% marketers in terms of marketing funnels uh, and helping other businesses reach their audiences in the world. He works with the best of the best, guys like Tony Robbins and Dean Grazioso, and he's using his expertise and platform to create a powerful ripple effect throughout the world. He's also not afraid to speak up about the tipping point that we currently see in this country and what Americans need to do to save these United States of America. So listen in as Brian Delaney gets real about patriotism and purpose with Barbara Allen. You're listening to the American Snippets Podcast. Hey there, welcome back to another episode of American Snippets. I'm your co-host, Barb Allen. So look, I don't have to tell you that 2020 was the year that we all learned a lot more about ourselves, didn't we? We'll put it that way. We learned about the people in our lives. We learned about the things that we value in our lives. And whether you're someone who lost someone you love to COVID, or maybe you lost your business or your livelihood to the government overreach in the name of COVID, Maybe you lost some relationships to the divisiveness and manipulation that is going hardcore in this country. One common ground we have is that we pretty much all lost something in the past 12 months. But the good news is, and there's always good news where there's bad news, I have learned that. The good news is, the upside is that this loss, whatever it is we've lost or struggled with, is always accompanied by an opportunity to grow and to come out stronger from that and to come back stronger. So even as the campaign to crush the American spirit continues waging 
fast and furious across this country, more and more Americans are stepping into their voice and using that voice to tell their stories, to defend the American dream for themselves and others. Today's guest is someone who is doing exactly that in his own way and helping other people do the same. He's someone who knows all about comeback, seriously, literally has come back from death. We're gonna get into that story in a little bit. He's come back from hard losses, from success that he worked very hard and very long to build and then lost it all. He came back from that and now he's crushing the American dream, not just for himself, but for others as well. He's become not just the best at what he does, which is marketing and, and funnel experts out there in the country. He's not just the best in the country, dudes. He's the best in the whole freaking world because that's who we bring you here at American Snippets. We bring you the best of the best and he is here today to share his story and his insight, not just to share his story with you, but to share his expertise as well, to help you latch onto some of that and follow up with him and learn how to build your own American dream in the midst of this and in spite of this and even because of this. Say a big hello and welcome to our guest today, Brian Delaney. Brian, thank you so much for being a part of American Snippets. Absolutely, Barb. It's an honor to be here and I'm looking forward to the conversation. Yeah, me too. We're sweltering here a little bit and I'm like a little out of breath. If I'm like out of breath, it's just, we close all the doors. So if I'm panting, it's because it's 5 billion <laughs> degrees in my studio. I'm just going to keep it real. That's how we go. Shit comes up during the interview and I also curse. Right. Um, you know, <laughs> I'll, I'll keep that real. So Brian, That's tell right. us a little bit about, about legacy builders. Let's go there first and give people ideas. It's one thing for me to say that you're the top in the world, the top 1% in the world of marketing and funnel experts, but there may be some people listening who don't really understand that seems like a vague concept to them. So yeah. get into that a little bit. Yeah. So I started back in 2006. So it's been over 15 years now and really like the top 1% of all marketers and funnel experts in the world. What that means, where, where that comes from is that we've generated over $250 million online for our clients and our partners that we love and serve. And and so that's really, when you look at the community that we're involved in, we're pretty heavily involved in Russell Brunson's community called ClickFunnels. Um, and when you look at that, we're the, we're, we're, we have accomplished some of the highest records in that community. So that's where that comes from. What a legacy builder is to me is someone who uses their knowledge, their skills, uh, their expertise to bless other people with their knowledge, skills, and expertise and are paid for it, right? And so I love how you introduced me today about the American dream. And, and, and um, you know, I do, I agree with you that there has been a lot of chaos in the last 16 months, however long it feels like it's been, feels like it was just, you Forever. know, last <laughs> month, but it's time, time is a distorted thing nowadays. Um, but I think now more than ever, what I, what I love that I'm seeing is that more Americans are becoming aware of the true agenda. More Americans are becoming aware um, that their voice matters. And we need more Americans to step up. We need more, more Americans to rise to the occasion. And we're not going to do it alone. We have to do it together, right? United we stand and divided we fall. You, we got to be united, but we also have to lift each other up and support each other. A rising tide raises all ships, right? We are not going to solve the problems that we're in right now by trying to do this ourselves or try to do it alone. And who wants to do that? It's boring anyways, isn't it? <laughs> so 
legacy builder is someone who, again, uses their knowledge, their skills, their expertise, the capabilities that they've developed over time to then take those skills and help other people in, 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 a, in a number of different ways. But for those that are listening, just think about it. You have knowledge, you have skills, you have expertise that life has allowed you to accumulate. And there are other people out in the world who could be blessed by those skills and expertise that you have, okay? So first off, the self-education industry, I want to give a little bit of inspiration here. The self-education industry, according to Forbes.com, is expected to triple to a billion a day. So from 400 million a day to a billion a day by 2025, okay? So with that, like four years or three and a half years or whatever that is, that's a significant increase. And the reason for it is because traditional education is broken at best. I mean, traditional education is a hot mess. Trial and error, who wants to do that? People are waking up. Thank God. People are waking up on many levels. But people are waking up to this idea that if they want to learn something, they're going to go and find people who have specialized knowledge and skills and have them show them the fastest and best path to getting the results in the same area. Does that make sense, Barb? Yeah, it's great. It's great. Yeah. This, and I would like you right on your website, and I'm going to send people to your website here, you know, definitely throughout this, but also at the end, because right on your website, you give a really great example of the power of that ripple effect. And that's with Dr. Todd. And so can you just, that's when I hopped on and I saw that, that was a great story to include on your site, because that just brings it all into focus, especially you have people who are like, well, why? You know, this guy says he wants to help someone, but he's charging money. Like, what's the point? He, you know, he doesn't really care. And then you give that story. It's really, really, really hard to, to stand by anything other than saying, wow, what Brian does is really important. Do you want to share that story? Yeah, yeah. No, I would love to. And it's funny because I'm right now in the middle of um, recording the audio book for my first book awesome. that God told me to write back in 2005. And I just got done recording that part of the story. So oh, really? Pretty, that's, that's cool. Funny, yeah. funny how that came up. So yeah, so what happened was back in about 2016, a guy came across you know, my, my, my way and came to us to help launch his expertise online. Basically take his knowledge, his skills, his expertise and, and launch it on the internet for the purpose of raising money to then go eradicate waterborne illness in the country of Liberia. The, the, the reality of business and it takes money to make money. Okay. I, a lot of people, and even in, in the Christian space and the Christian circles view money as like a bad thing, right? Like, Oh, you know, they're making money or they're monetizing this or whatever. The reality is, is that it costs money to get messages in front of people. Welcome to 2021, guys. It's it's yeah. called advertising, okay? So you should never poo-poo anybody who's monetizing anything, right? Unless it's really negative or really bad. Um, but with this guy, Dr. Todd, you know, for me, up until this point of meeting that guy, I was struggling. I was in this war within myself of like I was marketing and I was selling online. I was advertising online. I was helping my clients get their message out. I was helping their clients bring, generate leads and sales on the internet. And I was at war with myself because I felt God was calling me to, in, in a different direction of sharing my story and help, uh, helping other people share their story. But I really didn't, at that time, didn't really see the full picture. So I don't know if you've ever been there, but it was like this tug of war that was going on within me. And 
I was being pulled like, oh, well, I'm supposed to go do the spiritual thing. And I'm supposed to like share my testimony of how like, you know, God radically saved my life. And then on this other side, I was over here in business and I was over here helping people. And I was over here, you know, generating all this revenue for my clients. And I felt like there was this battle going on. And, and it, I woke up one day after meeting with Dr. Todd and a light bulb went off. And I felt God really speaking to me by saying, this is what you're supposed to be doing. The skills that you've built are, I've brought you to this place that you get to help Todd. You get to hit, help him get his expertise out to the world. And in doing so, people can pay for his services or they can donate to his cause and he can go and eradicate waterborne illness in the country of Liberia, but he can also bring the gospel to one of the hardest places in the world to bring the gospel to. And so that's what he was able to do. And in that moment, it clicked for me. It's like, oh man, I've been developing the skills that are in direct alignment with what God uh, had intended me to do here with my time. You see, uh, if you rewind time, I died and came back to life. And you talked a little bit about that a second ago when you introduced me. And when I came back from dying, I realized very quickly that because the doctor said I shouldn't be living. In fact, they called my parents the night before and said, your son's going to be dead or brain dead for life. And when the doctor said, in my 30 years of being a doctor, I've never seen anyone with your severe condition live, yet alone be able to comprehend what I'm, what I'm saying. My blood alcohol level was 0.39. And just for those of you that don't know, 0.40 is dead. I was one shot from death. And I went through a really long story short, I went through a pretty intense hazing experience uh, at a fraternity at the school that I was attending, which was a public university, okay, called Slippery Rock University. So at that moment, I woke up and then I went on this journey to find, okay, well, God, why did you save me? Why, why was I spared? And then it took me forever to really figure that out. But when you fast forward to the Dr. Todd story, that moment when I realized that I was doing my purpose, I was doing what God was calling me to do, literally my, my business took off like a rocket. And I believe that's because I was settled. I had resolve in the purpose of why God put me here, why God spared my life, and why God didn't have me die. And I believe that that w will happen for other people. I see, I, I see a lot of times, because I, I talk to and I meet a lot of people, and I find that people are in this constant war within themselves of like what they, what they're doing and does it matter and does it make an impact? Right. And I was there. I mean, I was there for a long time. It was over a decade. I was in that space. When you have resolve around what it is that you're doing, like Barb, you have resolve around what it is that you're doing right now at this time in history, what you're doing matters. And we need more people like you stepping up and leading not sitting on the couch and sitting by the sidelines or sitting on the sidelines, right? Yeah. When you have that resolve, you do the things that need to be done in order to make a difference. And then it, it causes that ripple effect to happen. Yeah. Make sense? Yeah. Very, very, very well said. I love all of that. What are some things that people can do? I mean, obviously, like I've had my own mm -hmm. moments. So part of what I'm doing is because. I want people to help. I want to help people get to where I am now, the clarity I have now without having to go through all of the horrible things that I went through. Um, so what are some things that you do? Because obviously 
thankfully, not everybody is going to die and come back to life before they are pushed to understand that there is a greater purpose for them and the value of going for that purpose. What are some things, some, some words of advice that you can offer someone who has that feeling like you just described that knows what they, you know, just has that feeling that they're meant to do something more, but you know, they're not going to have that experience of a near death experience or going through something else traumatic like I, like I have to really yeah. prompt them to say, Hey, I've already wasted enough time or whatever it is. Like I- I'm starting this today. Well, you know, I would propose, I would propose that America is going through a near death experience in this moment. <laughs> yeah. That's a really good way of putting it. Yeah. So hello, wake up everyone. Uh, yeah. we are on the brink of going in, uh, in two very different directions one very destructive direction of government control and overreach and one world order or globalism and the other one in the direction of freedom which makes our country so great right and that's where we're at right now whether you like it or not (laughs) it's here and 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 if you can't see it the writings on the wall i would say go deeper in your discovery go deeper in your research because it's hitting us right in the face. You don't have to die and come back to life like I have in order to wake up to realize that God has a plan and purpose for your life. I believe that each and every single one of us, we are we have been created we are a miracle in in motion, if you will. And when you adopt that belief, I believe that you will do things differently throughout your day. So for me, a lot of success boils down to how you think right? It's the mindset, right? So if you think you're not going to be successful, then you're likely not going to be successful, right? If you think that you're a miracle and that God has a plan and purpose for your life, which I believe he does, we all have a a role to play at the end of the day. We all have a role to play. Now, in terms of monetizing that purpose, okay, now that's a whole different conversation. Right. I think that um, what's important for you to think about as you're listening to this is think about what skill sets, what knowledge or wisdom have you accumulated over the years and what results have you been able to get using it, okay? It's once been said that you just need to be one step in front of someone else in order to guide them. Think about the person that's already climbed Mount Everest. Your Mount Everest that you've already climbed is whatever it is that you've done up into this point. Now, you might say, well, Brian, I'm not there yet, or I don't have amazing skill sets, or I don't have incredible results yet. That's fine. Find someone that does and come alongside of them and help them amplify their message, help them amplify their calling. And, and while you're on that journey, you, uh, the path will be shown to you. I believe the path will be shown to you as you're on that journey. Now, for the rest of us that you do have skill sets, you do have knowledge, you do have skill, you do have results that others want. Listen, the reason why self-education is expected to triple to a billion dollars a day is because people are looking for specialized knowledge. So find, look at that. I take an inventory of your life. Take a look at what results have you been able to, to, to produce. And then, and then that is in that area is where you're going to be able to find your calling and your opportunity to serve other people who are not yet there where you are. 
Does that make sense? It could be in relationships. It could be in health. It could be in business. I mean, it can be in all different types of categories. So it doesn't just have to be business or it doesn't have to just be health or wellness or relationships. I mean, it can be in any of those categories. People are looking for answers. People are looking for solutions to their problems that they're currently experiencing. And that's the great news that we have is that, you know, everybody has, there's an opportunity for everyone. Now, again, if you don't have the skills yet, you don't have the results that others want yet, that's fine. Find people that do and come, come alongside of them and support them to amplify that message. Yeah, that is absolutely a great way to do it. And that's hard. Um, I, although I think we are seeing a little bit of a movement now in the last year, one of the ripple effects is people are understanding that a college degree is not the only way or, you know, even a necessary way to go. But in terms of that, you're a dad, you have a daughter who's almost two and you have another baby on the way. I, I see, um, yep. some, sometime around Christmas. And so while it may be early for you to think about the education system and how it is, it's really not that early. I think I, I just, yeah. my youngest of four has just graduated high school this year. So I've just been through it and I'm looking back and I see things. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, what's going on in the education system today. Have you given any thought to how are you going to handle that uh, with your oh, kids sure. in terms of, yeah. Oh, for sure. Absolutely. I mean, my, so I went through public school, yeah. through elementary school, middle school and high school. Then I transferred to a Christian high school, which was 10 times more difficult and challenging than public school. Wait, what a wake up call that was. Then I went into public university. Then I, you know, nearly died, came back to life and then transferred to be. <laughs> then I nearly died. There was that thing. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and then I went off and, and I realized that that wasn't the right environment for me. So I went to a private school. So I've seen, I've seen all of it. I've seen public grade schools and middle school and high school. Then I saw public university compared to Christian and private universities. I will never send my kids to public schools ever, especially nowadays with all of this craziness that they're teaching kids and indoctrinating our children with, it's absolutely disgusting. Um, so I, I can't support that idea. So yeah, I've, I have thought about it. We will likely uh, homeschool our children and we'll likely have, you know, we won't be doing all of that ourselves. We'll have help, obviously. Um, that's the benefit of being of of having a successful business is have, being able to have the luxuries to be able to hire people and put people and you know employ other people right. to help right. you right. Again, you need money to make money. You need money to make impact, right? Yes. That's why money is a good thing. It's a tool. It's a resource, <laughs> and and we need it. You know, we need to be we need to be smart with money, um, if we're if we're going to do anything right <laughs> in this world, in my opinion. So. So yeah, I, we plan on doing private education, homeschool. Um, we're a little bit away from our first daughter going to school, yeah. about two years probably, uh, but definitely um, homeschool and then having her be involved in like, you know, athletics or dance mm -hmm. or music and let her try things, right? And then also being plugged into the church is really important for us as well. Yeah. You know, again, having put my four boys, you know, raised them through, I had I had just assumed that based on everything we'd been through and the, the values that I have and thought that they would just naturally have from conversations we had, they came out of the public school system. And now in the past year and a half, when all these issues have come to the forefront uh, and we have conversations, I realized how far apart 
we are. And it, it was like, almost like at one point they were having the conversations and, you know, had the same thoughts and forethought for this country and what's right and wrong and all that in terms of this country and how it should proceed. And, all. and then I just kind of said, okay, well, that's good. And then next time I looked up, it's like, <laughs> all the way over here. I'm like, what the hell? <laughs> how did that happen? And I yeah. know that a lot of that then I tuned in and paid attention and I see what's being taught in the schools and said in the schools and the essays that they're supposed to write and the things that are happening in my friends, kids, colleges, how they're like forced to go underground literally to hide and have secret meetings for the Republicans club, or they're going to be expelled from school or kicked off a football team or so. It's just out of control, yeah. but I didn't even, I didn't know. And I think you're going to have an advantage that my generation of people who are parents um, didn't have, like, we didn't know this was happening. Right. So we didn't know the signs to look out for. And not that, I mean, my kids are amazing people, right. They're compassionate. They're strong. They're smart. They're finding their way. They're, they're amazing people. And I love them. We just have a difference of opinions, but we didn't understand what was happening in our schools. We didn't know what was happening online and in the social right. media and the apps and all that. We, I was the first generation of parents who raised kids in that. And I was doing it alone without my husband, you know, um, as a widow. And so, like we didn't know, but now you guys know, right? So, so you at least have that advantage of knowing what yeah, to look yeah, out for. Cause I didn't prevent. go through that. Like I'm, I'm, you know, 38 right now. So I didn't really see a lot of that indoctrination where right. I went to school. Uh, and then, you know, I was only in public university for a year and a half and then transferred to private Christian college, you know, uh, yeah. in Clearwater, Florida, and then Liberty university which the values that they're, I mean, they're never going to, they they're not going to be too strong. Yeah. Yeah. They're not going to go way off to the left. Um, and, and, you know, Jerry Falwell senior was very politically involved. I mean, that's one of the things I really respected about him. A lot of pastors and church leaders won't get involved politically because their nonprofit status gives them they, the, it's, it's so crazy, right? So they sign up for nonprofit status and then basically says when it comes time to politics, they can't say anything or else they'll lose their status. Right. Okay. Yep. Hello, pastors. Like you set up a new status structure because the, that structure is setting you up for failure. It's muzzling you to not be able to stand up and speak. And there's real reality is, is that we are now at a time that you, that you, that the leaders and churches are going to need to draw a clear line in the sand on which side they stand because we the people are going to demand it and we the people are going to move them out if they're not going to be in alignment with yeah. America thriving in my opinion right yeah and it yeah. sends a confusing message to the parish to the parishioners or whatever religion it is um mm -hmm. It, it confuses them. If you're, you know, the core values of your faith say one thing, but then you're supporting a country who's going away from those core values of faith, mm -hmm. I think. Um, yep. And in that, in that talk, you just said something that just fired something off and then, and then I just lost it. But <laughs> yeah, the core, oh no, in terms of the nonprofits and, and the priests not being able to work with you, we actually have people who, um, have declined to be a part of our event or decline. And they'll literally say to me, well, I run a nonprofit, so I can't be yeah. on your platform. You know, they'll message me. I'm friends with them. They're like, but you know, I can't really, we're like their dirty little secret. I'm like their mistress on the side because right. they can't be associated with American snippets because we're a patriotic platform. Yeah. And they're afraid that they're going to lose that people 
won't come to them for help and that their donors won't reach out to them and put them on the, that their donors will bump them off the list. And I think to me, that's exactly yeah. why, I mean, that pers- that demonstrates the exact issue that's happening yeah, yeah. in this country. Well, you know, like that's not America. Wanna, yeah. I want to tell you this, Barb. So our business has more than doubled because we've, we've yeah. put a hard line in the sand of where I stand. And I've had conversations with some really high level, not going to mention their names yeah. because they're at this point up until now afraid to speak or afraid to uh, persuade their audience in either way uh, because they're afraid they'll lose their audience. Right. right? But I would propose that their audience, they're going to lose their audience anyways. If they yes. don't make and choose the line in the sand, and if they don't start speaking for what they believe, then they're wishy-washy and they have no right leading anyone anymore in the future. So they're going to be forced to step up and, and speak or they're going to be dismissed as leaders altogether. Okay. Yeah. And then the other thing I would say is this is not like there's um, another guy. His name is Andy Frischella. His podcast, uh, the, he has a podcast as well. Yeah. And uh, a partner of mine is in his mastermind. He said he has been speaking up about all different types of things. His business more than tripled in yeah. the last year. But on the flip side, he's also got a lot of you know kickback, if you will, from the opposing party or the opposing side. Right. And and that's just it is what it is, right? I mean, he would either stayed the same and continue to grow as he was growing. Or he tripled his business. I mean, think about that. He tripled his business. And I'm hearing that from a lot of people that those that are not afraid to speak their truth, right, and share their opinions, because at the end of the day, you know, hello, we're in America. We have the right to free speech as of sort now. Sort of, yeah, kind of. Yeah, as of now, kind of, yeah. right? Yeah. But you know what? It's funny about that is that uh, even on Facebook, I mean, we have been having to be conscious and strategic about what we say for more than five years. So this isn't a new idea. This isn't just something that just all of a sudden came out of the woodwork. For yeah. those that are aware, hello, I've been advertising on Facebook since day one. Yeah. And, and we have a ton of clients that also advertise through Facebook. And we are always, we've been consciously, okay, you can use this word, but you can't use this word. Or you can use this phrase, but you can't use this phrase. And it's this dancing game that we've been playing for quite some time. So they've just, it's just been amplified in the last 12 months, right? Right, Because of the certain topics that they don't want us talking about, thinking that we're just going to uh, roll over or that we're just going to go away. The reality is, is that our side is the entrepreneur's. And we always find a way around or through or over our objectives or our obstacles in order to get where we're looking to go. Hello, welcome to entrepreneurship. That's what we do as entrepreneurs. When you come up against an obstacle or, or something that's in your way, a challenge, you don't cower and fall by the side. You don't just sit down in front of the wall and say, well, it's over. No, you find a way through it or around it or over it. And again, going back to the core theme here in the beginning, we've got to help each other. We got to support each other. United we stand, divided we fall. We're not, we're not meant to do this life alone. We're not meant to do it alone. But so many people try to do it themselves 
And I think that's the fastest way to fail. I talk about that a lot in business. We talk about, you know, there's, there's three different ways to go at it. You can try to do it yourself, learn it, learn everything yourself, try it all yourself, do it all yourself. And that's boring. That's no fun. And that's the fastest path to failure. Yeah. I agree a hundred percent with all that. We tried to walk the line ourselves a little. We're like, we were so naive when we started. We're like, oh, we're just going to be patriotic and put this out there. And everybody's going to want to join because that's our common ground. But like right away, I mean, I, I stopped counting how many times I was called a racist because of, you know, the, the flag and even gold star families who also lost somebody in military service. Some of them came at me and said that I should be ashamed of myself um, for speaking up when I'm a gold star wife. I should be ashamed of things that I was saying because of that. And it was, it's been a real eye opener for us. Uh, but for us, that also makes us want to connect more with people like you and people like yeah. all of our guests who are, who are doing what you're doing, because there's a lot of excuses we could all make. And sometimes I pull, sometimes I have my own list handy and I'm like, well, forget this. Like, here's all my excuses why I'm not going to just keep doing this anymore. This is too hard, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, but then to connect with people like you who remind us that even in spite of all this, you can still grow and thrive, you know, just because there's problems in this country, just because we're going through term, just because we very much have to pay attention and be engaged mm-hmm. in, in what's happening or we're going to lose it. We can't also Correct. build our success. We can't also help other people build their success. We just have to do both at the same time. And both are important. Um, so what would you say to people? What's, what's the last client that you took on? Have you taken on a client, say, in the past six, 16 months? who maybe came to you with just a vision or a thought and just didn't really understand exactly what they're doing. Can you give us an example of, you know, someone that you've connected with in the past since COVID hit, maybe who's come out of this a little stronger than they went in? Yeah. I mean, we serve so many clients. Um, so we had a lot of clients that had to pivot like physical brick and mortars, gyms, uh, they had to pivot, right? So they had to pivot to the internet and those that pivoted to the internet, a lot of our clients are already online because that's what we do. We, we help experts right. launch their expertise, right? So most of our clients are online and most of our clients, businesses who are already online went up, right? Mm-hmm. Just like ours did, right? Like when you're forced to not be able to do business in person, right? Like we were originally. And like, if you have a brick and mortar, like a restaurant or a gym or a clothing store or something of that nature, then you have to pivot. Okay. Again, welcome to entrepreneurship. Pivoting mm-hmm. is a must. Uh, and they pivoted and they strategically led their community to doing things a little bit differently. Um, one example is a gym owner. She was, I mean, she was absolutely devastated in California um, and told us, you know, got to shut down, blah, blah, blah. She pivoted to literally on to doing it all through Zoom. And she retained 80% of her customers. Wow, that's amazing. Which is incredible. Yeah. Then she went and started teaching other gym owners how to shift quickly as well. And ended up getting on the news from it. And all types of amazing things happened because she was able to pivot. Um, So does that answer your question? Yeah. And then that's also back to what we were talking about before, how that whole ripple effect happens. You know, one person comes to you and says, hey, I need to do this, but they don't know how. And you say, well, fortunately I do, you know, and and here's how, and here's how to help you. So you connect this part with that part, and then it goes out. And now look at all the lives that were impacted 
um, not just those business owners, but people that were able to have help and support to stay healthy during a time that it was really easy to not stay healthy. So that more than answers it. I think that's a, a great example of the power of what can be done if you just follow that that gut or like you call it that divine moment of clarity you have, uh, whatever it is you want to call it. We all have it, but a lot of us don't follow it. And, and once you learn how to listen to it and just say, I don't care what happens along the way, this is what I'm supposed to be doing and the rest will be revealed if I just keep going, right? So correct. that's where you're at. But I'm sure it didn't start that way. I mean, you're working close, closely now, really closely with names like Russell Brunson, Dean Graziosi, mm. Tony Robbins. And I would say that even people who are not into the entrepreneurial space or the personal development industry, like they know those names, right? Right. How does that happen? Because you didn't just go from this frat boy who almost died from drinking to having Russell Brunson and Tony Robbins, Dean Graziosi want to work with you. you know? That's a great so question. That's a great that question. So I served first yeah, and I, I did what I call earn the right. <laughs> earn the right to make an offer. What I did yeah. was I served Russell by being his affiliate. An affiliate is su simply someone who sends business to other people and they get paid a commission. Okay. Affiliate marketing is all around us yeah, and it's happening all the time, but a lot of people don't know that it's happening. Right. And that's great affiliate marketing. I, that's how I got into the industry. So back in 2006, I learned about how to sell other people's stuff um, by just sending traffic, sending traffic and bringing people together and making a commission. Okay. That's a, that's a whole industry. Okay. Very big industry. I don't know the statistics, but it's huge. So what I did with Russell is, and I've known Russell for a long time. I would buy his products. I would then use his products and then I'd become successful. And then I'd give him a testimonial. I did that like since back way back in the day. Then eventually I got behind what he was up to, which his brand, like his new platform and the platform that he's generated, you know, hundreds of millions of dollars with is called ClickFunnels. I supported him by sending him customers and became his top affiliate. Then when Tony Robbins and Dean Graziosi came along a couple of years ago, they were launching a, pro a program together. And I said, oh, well, what you guys are doing is very synchronistic to what I do and who I serve. I can send you customers too, as well. And then I became their top affiliate by sending them the most customers out of all their affiliates, right? So this is something that I believe everybody can do. It's really bringing buyers and sellers together. So sending business to somebody, when they make a sale, then they pay you for that sale. And so that's kind of where I like got my feet wet, you know? And I learned through trial and error by being an affiliate and selling other people's stuff. And I did it over and over and over and over and over again until the point where I got good and created my own systems and processes and frameworks to then be able to do it, to do it at higher levels. Does that make yeah. sense? Yeah. That's, that's really how I was able to get into rooms where I'm, you know, hanging out with Tony Robbins on his island in Fiji and masterminding and getting his brain on our business or, you know, spending a week with Russell Brunson and Dean Graciosi, like we did a couple months ago over in Florida and all strategically uh, talking about, you know, how are we going, you know, what are we going to do in the next, you know, three to five years amidst everything that's going on yeah. in the world right now, right? Like to have those type of conversations is priceless really. But I, yeah. but I really served first and that's how I was able to, to earn 
you know, those seats at the table, if you will. Yeah. And I think if other people do that, it's really just a good practice. Find a way to serve first, add massive value to other people's lives. And really all of us can do that. Find a way to add massive value to other people's lives. And in return, you will be blessed. You can't plant seeds without reaping a harvest of some sort. Yeah. So find a way to, to plant seeds in other people's lives and it will do you, it will do you good. Yeah. I think a key thing to tack onto that is that it's not going to be an immediate return on, on that investment. Correct. And I think that's where a lot of people fall through cracks. Like, Whoa, well, I helped them. I helped them write this chapter of their book. How come they're not calling me up and inviting me to go hang out with Tony Robbins? Like, look what I, you know, yeah. so it has to be, it has to be um, steady and consistent and you have to Correct. do it because you believe in it. And I think, well, most people think, yeah. That. And I think that's well said, Barb. Um, a lot of people want the quick fix, the quick hit. And it's because our culture is like around this instant gratification, right? Like do something now and I want the immediate uh, payout from that activity. Yeah. And the reality is like I've done campaigns, just giving it, here's like a little example, right? So back in 2016, I launched a campaign, but prior to launching that campaign, I did 31 days of video and I, and I talked between 15 to 30 minutes, sometimes longer, um, where I but told stories and I added value for free and I put it up on YouTube, on Facebook. I just put it everywhere, okay? And at the end of every video, I said, hey, if you'd like to grab a, uh, a free golden ticket at the time, that, that, that was the thing that we were selling. It, it was a free golden ticket for $9.95. I said, if you'd like to get this and, and get everything that's on it and here's the outcomes that it's gonna help you, you know, these are the things that's gonna help you in, then go to this website and grab it, right? I did that for free for 31 days. Now, I had a very unexpected discovery come from that. It was such good value that I got like thousands of dollars worth of stuff for free. Like people started sending me gift cards and buying me dinners and it was like bizarre. Like I had no intention of doing, <laughs> of having that outcome come to me, but it did. And I, I, in the process, I sold thousands of copies of that product that I was, that I was wanting to get into more people's hands. So I think the lesson there is serve first and add value to other people's lives in the way that you know how to add value. Just look at your life. Your life, you have lessons, you have experiences, you have results that other people want. Package those up. I think one of the best ways, things that you could do is make a list from the beginning of your life till now of all the lessons that you've learned and make a video that you can put on YouTube and Facebook and Rumble and all these platforms. And I would encourage you to put them on every platform. There's a lot of great new platforms like Rumble and CloudHub and all of these amazing platforms that are coming on the scenes because of the shitty situation that we've been put in. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So like you said, right, there's been chaos, but there's been incredible, there is incredible opportunities that are here before us and that are also coming. There's incredible things that I'm aware of that are on, uh, like that are coming. Let's put it that way. Yeah. So find a way to take your lessons. I'm sure you could go back in your life and find at least 10, at least 10. Okay. I'm 38 and I've got like 50 <laughs> different lessons that I've learned through my life from different clients that I've helped from my, my family to friends. I mean, just think about it. You can go back and you pull those lessons 
and then go and talk about those things. Share how people, how you could help people avoid those challenges that you had to go through. Yeah. Right. Whatever they might be, doesn't matter what they are. It's your story. It's your own unique experience and other people will, you will be, you will be able to help other people in some way, shape or form, but you'll never, you'll never know what that is until you actually put it out there. And listen, done beats perfect. You just got to do it, put it out there and worry about the next one later. In the beginning, I sucked. I mean, it was terrible. If you go on my YouTube channel and you go back in time, those videos were horrendous, right? They were terrible. So please don't judge, you know, yourself too hard. Like just get into the practice of doing it. And then, like you said, Barb, most people, they're great at starting things, but they're terrible at any length of longevity or never like really seeing the full fruition of it. I, I have clients that literally still come to us to this day that four and five years ago were watching and buying stuff of ours. And now they're now all of a sudden they're ready now. All right. But imagine if I, if I wasn't doing this now, yeah, I would never be able to serve that. I would never see the blessing of that labor if it wasn't for the fact of having a bigger picture in mind. I find most people, even people at a high level, don't think long enough, far enough, and deep enough. So do yourself a favor and think longer, think bigger, think um, more, like think five years out, 10 years out, right? And you'll refine your systems, your processes, you'll refine your message along the way. That's part of the process. Okay, you just gotta be okay with that. You'll, you'll get better and you'll refine and you'll get better and you'll refine. And that's natural, right? But you got to get started. You got to just start with where you are. And I think one of the biggest things right now for America and Americans, people that want to see America thrive and be successful, is that we need collectively to get off the sidelines. We've been sitting on the sidelines for too long. And we need to get involved. And the beautiful thing about it is that there's a lot of help needed. There is a lot of help needed. And you can get involved on the local level. You can get involved in your school board. If you don't like the way your school's teaching your kids, then get involved in the school board. Start speaking up. Start rallying together peacefully, of course. And start, we always have to say that now, right? (laughs) Peacefully and patriotically, yeah. (laughs) Right, peacefully, of course, right? And, And do it in a way that, shifts things in the way in which uh, that, that you want things to go or that your community wants things to go. We'd, the, the, the place that we find ourselves in is because we have, as a country, I believe we have sat back yeah. and have not gotten involved. I mean, I think about it literally in a, my partner on a campaign that we're doing about, around saving America Here's a great example. They needed like in the one precinct, they needed like 635 people just on the Republican side. And they only had 63 people or 64 people that were actually in that role. Okay. And even the Democrats, I had the Democrats also had their own set of gap between how many people, how many seats they needed to fill compared to how many seats were filled. And when we asked why they weren't filled, it's because nobody knew that the role even existed. It was being, it was being uh, basically silenced, like the, it didn't even exist. 
when we went out into the community and asked, hey, did you know that this role existed? And they're like, I didn't even know it existed, right? So there's an education problem and that's changing, okay? That is changing dramatically uh, with a lot of grassroots groups. But there are ways that I believe everybody can get involved. I believe it's important to be alert, to pay attention, to research, to study, right? To listen. But I also believe it's also important to, to get involved in one way, shape, or form. And what you're doing is great. More, more voices need to be heard. More stories need to be shared, right? Not silence. More, st- more stories need to be shared. Right. And again, together, we're going to get ourselves out of this mess that we find ourselves in. We're not going to rely on one person or one group to do it. And that's the common theme that I hear when I listen to people who want to see America thrive, right? Yeah. And, and everyone should really support that idea. doesn't matter if you're Democrat or Republican. We're far beyond that place anymore. This isn't about that anymore. This is, do you want America to thrive and be successful? Do you want your local community to, to thrive and be successful? Or do you, do you not want that? Do you want the, the opposite agenda of that, which is divided, destructive, and in a whole different direction? And I think most Americans, if you were to poll them, they would say, I am on, I am on board with us thriving. I am on board with us being successful as a, as a nation, as a state, as a community. I am on board with supporting my neighbors. I am on board with America thriving, not the other thing, not the other direction that the globalists want to take this thing. Yeah, I hear you. I think a lot of that has to do with life experience too. Even I, you know, I got complacent for a while. I just, I never, I was so focused on getting through my own stuff. It just, it never occurred to me that any of this, that we'd ever be here where we are now. Like of all the things I saw coming, it never occurred to me that we'd be here. So I didn't understand that I needed to not be complacent, you know? So now I think we're, as a country, we're paying the price for our complacency, but those days are over, uh, I yes. think, as well. Before those days are we- over. I'm, I'm yeah. in the same boat as you. I mean, I, I, I never saw myself being involved in, the, in, in this capacity really until about six months ago when I felt God really nudging me to say, I've developed these skill sets for such a time as this. Yeah. You need Good. to do something with the skills that I've, that I've helped you create or this, the gifts that I've given you. Right. And it was after going back and forth, wrestling with God, with that, with that um, involvement that I've been compelled to really do something about it. And I think that's what we're seeing now. And we're going to see a lot more of it. More Americans are going to be compelled. And our job mm-hmm. is to re- is to compel more right. Americans to get off the sidelines and to get involved. And that's only going to be that's only going to be good at, for our children and their children, because that's at the end of the day what this is about. I mean, we got to think about what's our children and their children and their children's life going to be like if we don't do something now. Right. Right. Yeah. Agree. So before I let you go and along this this track, I have to ask you this important question to what we do in our platform and our message. You know, we started American Snippets a few years back when we first noticed the divisiveness in this country. And for me personally, this was very depressing as my family has given so much for this country and it just felt like that was all being taken for granted, meaningless. So instead of, 
at first I let it take me down, but then I realized I knew so many people who proved the opposite and then that, and that we had to get their stories out and we had, we had to share that to prove that the narrative we're being fed is false. So uh, yeah. this is our pushback against the campaign of yeah. desperation and depression being put out there. But yeah. it, hand in hand with that goes the American dream. Because when we started telling people, hey, no, the American dream is alive and well, we got so much pushback and hate mm. messages and all this. But when we explain, sometimes when we explain, uh, it's listened that it's not the American dream that's the cookie cutter, white picket fence, two and a half kids, minivan and driveway two weeks a year. That's not the American dream we're talking about, right? right? The American dream is different for everybody. And that's the beauty of it, that we yeah. all have our own idea of what that American dream is and what we want it to be and what we want to build. And so because we understand that's different and unique to everyone, we love to ask our guests, what your version of the American dream is. Yeah. So for me, it's about freedom on all levels, time, freedom, financial freedom, spiritual freedom. It's freedom on all levels and being able to do what I want, when I want with whoever I want. Right. To me, that's part of the American dream. If you will, I grew up with a grandfather who was an inventor and then my dad was an entrepreneur. So I was able to see that side growing up and I was able to see, I was able to see really the amazing lifestyle that we were, my dad was able to foster within our family because he was an entrepreneur, but he wasn't always an entrepreneur. Before that, he had a lot of jobs, right? He was kind of just thrust into this idea of running a business and serving clients and serving others. And so to me, the American dream is like you said, I, I do agree. That's, it's different for everybody, right? Um, I, I think that the traditional idea that we've been fed, which is go to school, get a good job, and li life will be happy ever after is a load of bullshit because that path is go to school, get a, get, <laughs> this is the real path. Go to school, continue to go to school, get more schooling, go get a job and get stuck and have no freedom. That path is broken, my friends. That is broken at best. And I didn't, I never wanted anything to do with it. In fact, that's why when I was in college, I started, I started working for myself and started basically a side hustle to produce so that I didn't have to get a job and get stuck within the system. And so for me, the American dream is about freedom. It's about time freedom. It's about financial freedom. And it's about spiritual freedom, being able to, again, be any place, anytime and spend it with whoever I want. That's really what the American dream means for me and how it's really in service to others, right? So it's interesting that you got flack or pushback on, on promoting the American dream because the American dream is directly tied, in my opinion, to freedom. So it's interesting that you would get pushback from anyone that doesn't support the idea of freedom. Because what's yeah. the alternative? The alternative is no freedom. You're either free or you're a slave. So if you're against the narrative of the American dream and freedom, then you're for slavery. Hello, it's 2021. <laughs> I thought we dealt with that issue of slavery back at 
a long time ago. Seems that we haven't. But the reality is, is that the, this narrative that's against this idea, I believe, is a very small group of people in the grand scheme of things. I talk to so many people who at the core desire of what they want for their life, they want to make 10000 bucks a month. They want to be able to work where they want, live where they want, and enjoy life. I would say that's most of Americans. Yeah. Yeah. Right? So that's, that's what I would say in relationship to that answer that you, I've never been asked before from you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And you know, when we dug into it and I started, you know, I would get hate on Instagram and all this, and then I'd go to the people's pages, like, where is this person coming from? And they're mostly people who are just very unhappy, you know, with their own life. Okay. So I think, I think when I present that to them, they have to then acknowledge the fact that they're unhappy with the decision and where they are. And, you know, like, so I think that, I think that's a reflection of where somebody is in their own life when they come at me. Well, you agitated, you, yeah, yeah, you agitated, you, it's like success, right? And I talk about success and people get all squirrely, right? right? It's like, why are you, why are they getting squirrely? I, I would notice this. I would talk about case studies about how this person's been successful and this person's been successful and this person, and, and they would get squirrely. And the squirreliness comes from the the uh, the fact that they're not happy with their circumstances and their situation and where they're at. But I would encourage you that if you're not happy or satisfied with where you are, that's a great place to shift and create something new. That's yeah. a beautiful thing about being alive and being uh, in this country that we live in is we can create the life that we live. Now that agitation might come from buying into the system of go to school and get a good job and get and have a and have a family and live happy happy you know happily ever after which is a path in my opinion of for most people right i saw i saw the writing on the wall very young a lot of people don't and they get sucked into that path and then they end up unhappy and miserable and and stuck yep and being stuck is not freeing Right. But the beautiful thing about it is you can change at any moment. And there are so many opportunities out there to recreate a new life that you do love. So if you are frustrated, if you're angry, if you're mad at the situation that you have right now, you don't have to stay there. You don't have to wallow in the shit. You can get out of that place and you can create something new that's amazing, that blesses other people. And I think that's the that's what I really want to uh, leave with the audience is that, you know, when you bless others, you are blessed. When you bless others, think about that for a second. When you bless others, you are blessed. So find a way to bless other people with your knowledge, your skills, your expertise, the results you've been able to produce in your own life or the results that other people have been able to produce and you're able to support. But find a way to bless other people's lives. And when you bless other people's lives, the law of reciprocity, which is a law, kind of like gravity, the law of reciprocity will return to you blessing. And it might not be immediate, but understand that, 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 the, that the more you bless other people, that you, there's by law, you must be blessed in some way, shape or form. Okay. So, so have faith, have faith. Faith is another one of those values that makes America great. Have faith and, and, uh, and keep moving forward above all else. Love it. All right. Listen up. Everybody who has listened to this episode or has watched this episode, 
if you have connected and how could you not connect with any topic, I guarantee if you, if you think nothing that we spoke about here in this last hour hit on you, then you're not being truthful. And I'm going to call you on that right there. And then because something that, that's something that was said here from us in this conversation and what Brian has to offer and his message that he speaks hits some part of you and definitely hits somebody, you know, as well. If you want to learn more about Brian, if you want to connect with him and follow his work, he's got that great book out right there. If you want to study what he does, if you want to work with him and ClickFunnels is, we know a ton of people, we have ClickFunnels up for our event we have coming up. We know for a fact that it works, that it's a, it is a solid, sure program to, to get you through. If you're going to put the work in, you're going to get out of it, what you put into it, right? But if you want to connect with him, if you're listening and resonating with it, with what he says, if you're feeling stuck, if you're feeling overwhelmed, if you're feeling like, hey, today is the day, don't wait till you go to a near-death experience to have that moment that Brian had. Don't wait to go through any of the stuff that I've been through that I've shared with you to have that moment. You don't need to go there. Um, you really don't. You don't want to go there. Just take that leap of faith. Brian, where can they connect with you and find you and learn more about you to get out of that path before they have to go through something so profound to have that moment? Yeah. So I would say my, my personal brand is briandelaney.com. So that's Brian with a Y, Delaney with a U. So D-U-L-A-N-E-Y. So you can go to briandelaney.com. Or if you uh, are looking for help with launching your expertise online and really monetizing your skills, I would say Perfect Funnel System. That's our, our website for our agency. You can also visit perfectfunnelsystem.com as well. Awesome. I would highly encourage everybody to do that immediately. Don't wait till tomorrow. Don't wait till that. As soon as you sign off on this, before you sign off on that, hop on that website, you're going to learn something uh, and you're going to find some value there. So Brian, thank you. Really, thank you so much for, for everything you do. I've loved um, even just researching you. I learned so much and kind of connected back to the reason why we're doing all this and getting to meet you and speak with you here has been really awesome. I appreciate it so much. Thanks. Yeah, absolutely. All right, everyone, there you have it. That wraps up another episode of American Snippets. Thank you so much for tuning in today. If you got any value out of today's episode, please share this podcast with a friend. Let people know what we're doing here. Share one of your favorite episodes on social media. And of course, please leave us a five-star written review on iTunes or your favorite podcast app. All of, the, all of these things will help us grow our audience, get these stories out there in front of more people, and help us continue to push our movement and our work forward because we're all about showcasing the best of America. We're all about protecting America's core values, protecting freedom, and encouraging people to pursue more out of life and to go after their own American dream. And today's episode basically encapsulated all of that this episode today with Brian Delaney. And I'd like to personally thank Brian for being here as well and sharing his story. And if you want to learn more about Brian, you can check out the show notes and read the little write-up that we did on Brian. Go to americansnippets.com forward slash newsletter. We also include some links there that you can use to follow Brian on social and also inquire about maybe working with him directly as well. Uh, don't forget, we have our great American syndicate too. This is our community. We are building a community of patriotic, freedom-loving Americans just like you who believe in the American dream, who want to pursue more out of life, who care about this nation's core values and are standing up against the woke cancel culture crowd. That's what we're all about. And if that's you, we would love to see you inside. Go to greatamericansyndicate.com to learn more. And finally, Barb and I are super excited to announce the Great American Summit. 
We were supposed to do the Great American Summit. You've probably heard us talk about it before on the podcast uh, about 18 months ago, but it got canceled because of COVID. But it's back, baby. And we're bringing it to Dallas, Texas, January 7th and 8th, 2022. You are not going to want to miss this. So if you are interested in attending a an event that celebrates the best of America, you're going to want to be a part of it. And I encourage you to go to americanstippets.com, sign up for our newsletter so you can stay up to date. We're going to be releasing more information soon, ticket sales, as well as event speakers and what the event is all about. One thing I will tell you is that all proceeds from the event are going directly to charities that support our veterans, our military, our police and first responders, and uh, our at-risk youth and their families. So we would love to see you there and see you involved. Go to americansnippets.com to learn more and stay up to date. Again, we appreciate you being here today and I'll go out there and show the world how exceptional you really are. <music>